This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm thrilled to welcome back Dr. Scott James. Scott serves as an elder at the church at Brook Hills in Birmingham, Alabama. He and his wife, Jamie, have four children and he works as a pediatric physician. Scott is the author of several amazing books for children and families, including The Littlest Watchman, Where is Wisdom, God Cares for Me, that's helping children trust God when they're sick, and then there's a two-week family Easter devotional called Mission Accomplished. I hope you'll check all of those out. Scott, we're so glad to have you back on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Champ. It's good to be with you again. I so enjoyed having you with us last time in Psalm 28, and I'm looking forward to what verse you might have for us today. What do you have? Today, we are going to read 2 Corinthians 4, 6. This verse says, For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown into our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So this verse reminds me a lot of like the beginning of the book of Genesis, but then it's adding something more. And I'm curious to get into it and find out what's going on in this verse. So why don't you put it in your own words? How would you say it? Yeah, so it, it really does harken back to creation, and then it kind of lets that set the stage for some spiritual uh, metaphors that are going to go forward mm-hmm. and help us understand what God is actually doing in our lives. So you got Paul talking to the church at Corinth here. There's some big history behind all that, mm-hmm. uh, where he loves this church, but there there are some knuckleheads there that are uh, <laughs> opposing him and opposing what God is 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 revealing for this church. And so Paul's trying to lead the faithful flock at Corinth. Uh, into a deeper understanding of who they are in Christ. And so in order to do that, he uses this light and dark imagery. He calls back to Genesis 1, where light shone out of dark, it's creation from nothing. And then he's saying that exact same miraculous act, that that bringing light into darkness has happened in our own hearts. That just as light shone into a dark place and brought new life, our hearts are a dark place. Our hearts, apart from God, are trapped in sin. And so he's saying here, God supernaturally shines a light into your heart and brings it new life. And then it's not just this sort of vague life, like, like, Hey, you, you have some sort of spiritual warmth. Now it is Hmm. light that is specifically the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So this is not a vague wishy-washy spirituality here. This is a direct call to salvation through Jesus Christ. And so Paul's just kind of very clearly laying it out to them that the, the new life that they have, the, the light that is shining in them hmm. is salvation in Jesus Christ. And, and that speaks to the glory of God uh, in, in sending his son to save us. So I think it's Paul just kind of uh, helping them. He, Paul talks about what is of first importance in other uh, hmm. sections uh, of the, his writings to the Corinthians. And so this is Paul just basically reminding his his flock here, that uh, Jesus Christ is of first importance, and do not forget the miraculous way in which he saved you. So Scott, this verse mentions that light that has shined in our hearts in Jesus Christ. What does that light enable us to do? Is it just that we can see things, or like what's going on with that imagery of light? I think the, the imagery of light is helpful to help us understand 
A, that we came from a dark place. So mm-hmm. help us understand the reality of our sin, the significance of our sin and what we deserved apart from Christ. Mm-hmm. And then help us understand that that light shining into our darkness is uh, an image of salvation, right? And so that helps us recognize and be appreciative of what we are saved from, right? So we gl- we're glorifying God the Father because we recognize the depths from which he has saved us. Mm-hmm. And that's the light shining into our heart. But I think we can also be look at it from an outward perspective, meaning that light that he gives us also shines out from us. And so the world is still a fallen world, right? God has not fully and finally redeemed his creation yet. Uh, there is a new heaven and a new earth coming. There is more, more to come. So we're walking through a fallen world. There's darkness all around us. Uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to mm-hmm. see the effects of the fall and the effects of sin mm-hmm. uh, all, all over the world around us. And yet with the, the light that we have in us, uh, the glory of God, the person of Jesus Christ, we have the opportunity to shine his light out into mm-hmm. a dark world. And so I, I just love that imagery of light shining into darkness, light pushing back the darkness and, and that we get to appreciate how that work has happened in our lives for any of us who have faith in Christ, but also that he then sends us out on mission and says, now you be a light in the dark place. You take this light, you carry it, carry the torch and shine it into dark places, push back the darkness and, and help people see the glory of God through the face of Jesus Christ. So we get to be messengers that share that light, spread that light. Yeah, absolutely. So Scott, if you were sitting down with your family and you were talking about this verse and the question came up, what does it mean when we shine that light to others? How, how do we keep from it just being something like, well, we're Christians, we're right. And uh, we have the light and you're wrong. We're right. You're wrong. How do we keep from going there? The key is how he locates this verse in that last couple of clauses, the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And so if we remember, it's, it's not just any kind of light, it's the light of Jesus Christ. Hmm. And so if, I, if I'm going to be trying to share his light, I'm going to want to share it in his way. And hmm. so that means I'm going to be looking to Jesus as my model uh, of how to do that. And so I look at Jesus and I walk through the gospels and I make sure that we're as a family, very familiar with who Jesus is and how he loved people. And so we're going to be uh, emulating him, his compassion, his love, his caring, um, the way that he, he did confront sin directly when he was faced with a, a self-righteous crowd like the Pharisees. He directed it very bluntly, um, but always with a bigger purpose in mind. Conviction of sin and salvation is, is what he was, he's trying to bring. And so when he's dealing with, with people who are lost and dejected and outcast and uh, far from him, we see his, his gentleness, his humility, his compassion, his mercy on full display. And so if I'm going to encourage us to shine the light of Jesus, I want to shine it in a manner that is honoring to him. That's so good. Meaning even when people are dead set against what we have to say or, or what we believe, I want to extend grace and mercy and love and compassion. I want to be the aroma of Christ, not a battle ram. <laughs> now that is a great image. I love that. So you picked this verse right in the middle of second Corinthians. Why did you do that? How has this verse been meaningful to you, Scott? I have been thinking for a long time about the cultivating nature of God's character Hmm. and going all the way back to creation and just seeing how God has the, the 
ultimate life-giving green thumb, right? Like all of creation is just him bringing new life and causing new things to sprout up. And that's the, the original act of creation. But then there's this thread that runs through the entire story of the Bible in, in which God is nurturing and cultivating his people in the midst of a dry land, right? So we've got this fallen world and yet there's a remnant. There's his people that he's saving, he's bringing through, he's ultimately cultivating them to be the people of God in Jesus Christ. Uh, so you, you've got so many agricultural type metaphors that are running through the Old Testament in particular, but into the New Testament also uh, of God, the gardener, God, the sower, God, the, the cultivator, mm-hmm. the bringer of, of life. And so I, I have been fascinated with just this imagery of, of God, the vine dresser and caretaker and gardener. And so I love those themes and love diving into them. And it was kind of as I was thinking through that and considering that, that this verse leapt off the page mm. one day when I was reading it with that kind of frame of mind of uh, God, that cultivator. One of the ways in which he cultivates is he shines that light, just like a plant needs light to grow. He shines that light into my heart, whereas my heart was a barren land. He brings new life, hmm. fruit of the gospel, uh, the, the, the fruit of the good works that, that he's going to bring into my heart, uh, just blossoming because of the work that he has done in my heart. So it's that cultivating aspect of it, yes. uh, of God tending my heart and bringing new life in Jesus Christ. And that just floors me. I love that. Scott, that is so helpful. Thank you for sharing this verse with us today. Would you just close our time by praying this verse for us? Absolutely. Father, you are so great in the way that you are able to um, redeem and save us. Uh, Father, you have shown your light into this world. You have uh, preserved your people and, and, and brought them out of the depths and uh, brought them out of the darkness. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would give us an ongoing and active knowledge of the glory that you give us in Jesus Christ, that we would um, glorify you because of that. So Father, as you shine light into our hearts, would you help us to know and love you better? Uh, would you help our lives to be a reflection of your glory? And Lord, would you give us through the spirit, the uh, ability and the strength to be your light shining into dark places. Let us uh, leave your fragrance everywhere we go. Let us uh, shine your light and bring the glory of your name into new places. Uh, to the ends of the earth, even, uh, Father. So help us love others and, and share your light in our own neighborhoods and, and help us go to the ends of the earth to, to do the same. And it's in Jesus' name that we can pray these things. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.